Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. A lot of folks on Twitter suggesting that my mother should have uh, been called on by DCFS for throwing me in the crib with an apple as two years old probably you could say i made it maybe that's the uh maybe that's beginning. when you chipped your tooth <laughs> well and I now got... you're just feeling it hold on it's on the same tooth i have the same t- i have two chips on one tooth maybe no it's surprise. brittle maybe it's brittle uh and that's why and that's when we knew trav was going to have the gullet of iron when he would chomp down on an apple at age two unsupervised and never once choked beer is no challenge for this man so maybe that's the beginning how many times do you think i'm going to get thrown down at the softball game well, I think there's going to be a lot of um, challenges, mm-hmm. but I think you'll probably do it twice, and you won't do it any more than that. I think that's the number. Yeah. I think that's the number. Shaflander wants a shot at it. Okay. Mm. You can do it all at once. You can just say, okay, um, uh, a couple of the interns wanted to go at you. Uh, DeAndre, really. DeAndre what Parker a, wanted uh, one as well. S- simply spiked lemonade. What's that in? What if it's a simply spiked lemonade? Would it affect anything? It is. I think they're a little carbonated. I would need to try it before I go for it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, here's sure. the only way. Here's the only way I could beat you in one of those challenges. If it was a piping hot coffee, <laughs> and I just went through the pain just to beat you. That's the only way. Everything <laughs> else, I'm, it's like I'm sipping a beer. Speaking of the softball tournament, do you guys um, know what your walkout music is going to be? Or have you thought it was easy to pick what your music is going to be? Mine wasn't easy. I was having trouble. I uh, got the I, I got to the right place eventually. Um, I do, should I tell the story, Em? Uh, yeah, sure, if you it. want to. Yeah, tell it. <laughs> you, you, so I I reached out to my family. I have a group text, and I sent in the group text. It's my my wife and my three kids, and I said, "Hey, give me some suggestions for my walk up song for the softball game coming up on Friday." Yep, and. Because I think it would be funny if something that was very not on brand for me that came from one of my kids, you know, kind of one of those things. So I get a handful of suggestions, and Kelly sends me a suggestion for a song. I'm not going to say which song it is that I don't know at all, but it had a cool name, and it was an artist that I've never even heard of. So I'm okay. like, okay, I'll pick right. that, right? So I tell the you're the trusting because it's Kelly, from, obviously. And I told her it's for a work related event. Yeah. So I tell the fun and games department yesterday, yeah, I want this one. They come, oh, yeah, cool, okay, funny. That's They kind of get where I'm going with it. So I see Kel last night. I hadn't seen her in a couple of days. And I see her last night, and I said, hey, I picked um, I picked your song. And she looks at me like, you did? I'm like, yeah, what? And she goes, uh, did you listen to it? I'm like, no. You have to assume. And she goes, yeah, um, may- maybe you don't want that song. Mm. I listened to it. I don't want that song. 
Yeah, like right, like right away. In the right song. away, you're like, "What <laughs> is going on right here?" So, so are you committed? Pot committed? I imme- <laughs> literally, she told me last night. Yeah. At about ten. Yeah. I immediately texted Tommy, like, "We got a problem." It's not like the shirts. Like you I, could change this. I need to change this. I have still haven't heard back from Tommy. So I reached out to Carlo this morning, <laughs> and Carlo's got me covered. So it's it's out of the mix. So she So the the song she suggested is not no longer in play. It's no, no longer, longer in play. <laughs> well, can you tell me now? I'd really rather Off not. Air. Why? I, yeah, it's, it's It's got words in it that I do not need to hear. Well, we find an edited version. <laughs> it's yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. So no, we landed on something. It's good. I like what I got. I took one of Michael's suggestions. Is it taking me out of the ball game? K- Kelly, I considered that, I did but it's think a little that, too That's it's, what he was going to do. And he was going to want brand. to like play the whole thing. Right, of course. Mm-hmm. So it's you know, short. It's you know I have wedding. my AP power rankings of my children. Yeah, Kelly is currently in third place. It she she dropped from she wasn't in first, yeah. but she she dropped. Change it. She anytime. she had an upset loss uh, against Oklahoma. She she made a really strategic error and she just dropped into third place. Okay, then this is going to take me to my dilemma because I have a dilemma and I've yet to give them my walk up song, and I thought I had already. I thought I'd already come up with what my walk-up song was going to be. This morning, I picked out a song. I still haven't sent it to them. But I was trying to pick between two. And my man, they're a lot different. It's a lot different. Do I just share what the two are? Sure. And then just we pick which one? Okay, I could go with Bob Marley, Could You Be Loved. Yeah, Very classic. upbeat song. Very you. Very classic, very me. Or... I could go with Shania Twain that don't impress me much. You got to do that. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, that's, that's, that's an easy <laughs> oh, decision. Oh, so you're Brad Pitt. <laughs> no one, I think, is going to have any idea what the hell is going on when Shania comes up. Oh, I completely up. disagree. The people that are coming to the softball game listen yeah. to the station. They're big fans of the station. They know your Shania story. So I'm, I'm picking Shania Twain over Bob Marley yeah. for the walk-up song. Oh, it It hits. It, it's a great this isn't song. Exactly and the it, same one you're doing, but yes, it's on brand for you. People know that yeah. story. They know that your sisters took you to the show when you were a kid, and you didn't want to go, and you fell in love that and night. And you can dance to it. You okay, know? so it's a this song is most it. People this know. isn't it, right? No, this is. I feel like a woman. We don't have the other one in the system okay. yet. Well, we'll find it for you. All right, later. Can you do both? Can we do? No, nah, actually, I, I feel like we've already made a a, a calculated decision here. Well, okay, Shania Twain. Pay. That don't impress me much. Will be my official walk awesome. of music. Okay, it's a great choice. Done. Great Brian, choice. what about yours? I'm still thinking about it, actually. Yeah, I got, I got a few. Some other traction Naya has. Let me know you if you need take help. Bob Marley. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we need to know you a little bit, Brian, because we don't really know that much about you. So this song really will tell people an insight to your soul. Because we all have ones that are kind of indicative of who You're we are. You're doing Taylor Swift then? Obviously, yes. Yeah. But it's not the same one as last year. Last year I had Shake It Off. This year I'm going to have Are You Ready For It? And it goes, boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Good, in, good did, impression right there. How did it go? And it went, boo, boo. <laughs> there you go, Slee. Slee's got his iTunes open. Turn it up. She kills it. <laughs> yeah, you got to do that. She's the best. Do you have a list of things that you want, Brian? Are you yeah, on got, a short I got, list? I got a couple. There's uh, Austin Hedges' old walk-up song, little George Michaels. Okay. Careless Whisper. Okay. okay. That, that's, a, that's a vibe. That is. I got one that, honestly, the first time I saw you, I was like, I think this would go really well. Juveniles back that thing up. <laughs> what else you got on your list? <laughs> the other one I was kind of thinking of was uh, the John uh, Cena theme song. 
That's one of my do, all time faves. Yeah, and I've actually used that uh, this last year for a walk up song and a little event thing we had. So well, that's because you're the ringer, hits. right? Exactly. Oh yeah, it, it gets people going too. Oh yeah, people stop. They're like, oh, what's this? <laughs> well, and they know it is John Cena, so right. you could kind of have your chest out and your right. shoulders exactly. back. You just throw the hand ready to go. You're ready um, to go. So the overwhelming uh, I thought of what the song is is the song WAP. That is not correct. That is not the song that Travis is cannot that play. Travis's no. daughter no. That, suggested. It was not that. I <laughs> we can just leave it at that. I I, I'm, I don't want a Cisco thong song. It was no that that's no, it was not that either. You should do Cisco thong song. No, nope, I got what I got. I got what I got. <laughs> Let's make and, Travis more uncomfortable. Yeah. Well, it's just like, dude, what are you doing? Like, how did you even think for a second that was a good idea? It's a, it's a mess. Tomorrow, though, is not a mess. Tomorrow is the day for Jada Homecoming. Jada Toys is debuting its first wave of pink slips die casts. The 710 Fun and Games Department will be there from 4 until 7 p.m. at Ancillary Studios in Costa Mesa. And 10 lucky 710 listeners in attendance will win a pink slips die cast before you can even buy them. Ancillary Studios right next to South Coast Plaza tomorrow starting at 4 o'clock. So give me the beginning of your why you think the Dodgers would make a move for Otani without a really significant guarantee that he's going to stay. Um, you're really worried about every other team. If you're any other team other than the Los Angeles Dodgers, then you have concern of we, we got to have – we're not going to get a commitment from him, but we're basically pitching him for the next two months. That's what we're doing. Mm -hmm. I think the last team that has to worry about that, if I'm the Los Angeles Dodgers and I got a chance to get Otani, and even though I don't know guaranteed Otani is going to come play with the Dodgers, I'm taking my chances. You are. Andrew Friedman is not. Okay, but why? let's go back to this. We've already all kind of come to the conclusion. If there's, if I told you right now and there's 10 people out there, pick one franchise you think yeah, the Otani will be playing. They yeah. are the front runner. Sure. All right, they're a half game out of first place mm -hmm. of the division. There's a good chance they're going to be in the postseason. Go look at the track red and everything else. If the only thing you're looking for is, I want to be competitive. By the way, there might be an advantage for Shohei Otani to wanting to stay on the West Coast. We've heard that as well. Um, I think that at the end of the day, if you got a chance to give, all the other teams are the ones that should be saying, we're taking the risk, but it's worth the risk because we don't think we have the same presentation as the Los Angeles Dodgers. If I could get Shohei in here and Shohei Otani is a part of the franchise and mm -hmm. Shohei sees the talent and the prospects and this and everything that comes with it, I'm sorry, it's all but signed, sealed, and delivered, at least in my opinion. What I don't want to have happen is Shohei got the opportunity to go to San Francisco or Seattle or the Yankees or something like that. I'm more worried about them getting the two-month pitch, and they're the ones that should be concerned because they can get him for two months and he still doesn't stay. I don't think that would be a problem for the Dodgers. So you're saying they're going to do the thing that they've never done before? That's not what they do. They don't operate like they that. They also don't overpay for players, and if they're going no. to do that, they're going to have to do it for Shohei. No, that's not true. That's not true. They don't overpay for players that they don't want. They pay for guys that they want. But they, Mookie they, Betts' contract's not overpaying. Freddie Freeman's contract is not overpaying. Neither is Shohei. If he if he continues to play like he is, you're not overpaying. That that's that's what they do. They they do not overpay for guys that they do not value like that. When they value you, they pay. They pay Kershaw when it was time to pay him. Right? They paid Betts. They paid uh, Freddie. Like you've talked about. They don't about. have bad contracts. No, they they don't. And I don't think this Otani contract will be a bad contract either. That's my whole point. They do not put themselves in a position where if it goes badly, they're up a creek. They, do, they don't do that. And 
I'm as guilty of this as I think that you just were. I do it all the time. Fact of the matter is, we have no idea what he wants. All we know for sure is that he, he wants to win. Is he wants to win. Mm-hmm. That's it. We, we think he likes the West Coast. We think he wants to stay in California. He's never said that, right? Like with, with a, a lot of these things are kind of our own projections on what we think, that what we hope, I think, we all kind of put it together. The Dodgers don't do the thing that other teams have to do to get a guy. Corey Seager, the Rangers have to overpay. Um, Nanny Machado, the Padres have to overpay. The Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer, the Mets have to. The Dodgers just have isn't really this never done. It's isn't this different? different? And what I mean by different is, do you think it's a bad idea to bring Shohei in if you're the Los Angeles Dodgers, you're Andrew Friedman, you're a guy that you said, no, no, if we value something, right. we're going to go after it. Without a guarantee that he's going to stay? Without, um, let me let me play at the scenario. Yeah. You get Shohei for the for the final two months plus the playoffs, mm-hmm. and you have no idea if he's going to stay or not, but you get him for the final two months plus the playoffs, and you also believe Shohei would have some interest in the Dodgers you're not willing to take. You're not willing to roll the dice on that. You don't think Andrew Friedman's willing to roll the dice on that one? I don't. I, I think that it doesn't have to be. I think that's a mistake. It, it, it may be, that, but that's different than you know. Maybe letting Corey Seager go was a mistake. They they can make some mistakes, but I you know my philosophy, Slee. I'm gonna go by what you've done every other time before. I'm not gonna assume that this one is different. That the same reason I think Artie Moreno is gonna blow it is because he always blows it. The same reason I think the Dodgers won't overreact is because they never overreact. They're almost to the point of it being like, okay, this is the time you need to go do it. That's different than what I would do and what they would do are different things. Do you think? Do you think it's a mistake if they, under those circumstances, under I would that bring, scenario, I would bring him in no matter what. A chance to win a World Series this year. Listen, just like take, I would bring him in no matter what. Take the, take the team they have and add Shohei. And I'm not saying you're not going to lose people in the process, yeah. but. You're he's the that, best player that, in baseball. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, then the but, chances of keeping him long-term. That, that Of course. I, like I'm saying, if you're asking me what I would do, I would bring him in no matter what because I do think you're going to keep him. I don't know if the Dodgers look at it the same way. They're, they have a methodology that they really do not stray from. Now, maybe the methodology on this one is different that because there is a non-zero chance where you empty your prospect bag, right? Yep, yep. And then he says, you know what? Thank you. Maybe you do win the World Series. And he bounces. And maybe it was worth it. it was, we, we got what's done. Or maybe you empty your bag. He comes, and you don't win the World Series. And he says, you know, had my heart set on San Francisco all along. Sorry. Peace out. And it's like, what did we just do? And that's, I think, what the Dodgers are really hyper aware of, that if it doesn't work, where does it leave us? That's that's where we don't want to be locked up with Bryce Harper for 13 years. We don't want to be locked up with Trey Turner for 13 years. Corey Seager for 13. They're very very strategic about how these. Do. Maybe Otani is the outlier to say whatever it takes. Maybe I think if there's one outlier, this would be the one. Maybe. Maybe I hope so. Because with, I do it. with Seager, you were saying we have Turner. With Turner, you were saying okay, hey, look, we could throw Lux in. We got other players. Not that he's that equivalent, but Lux is a good bat. I think there was always kind of a backup plan. Would the backup, the backup be Julio? Keeping Julio? I don't. I think that's, I, Julio's gone. I think that's signed, sealed, and delivered. I agree with Al. I, I think he's down the road. There well, is I, a scenario. You, yeah. I, I'm going to give your Julio. I'm Andrew Friedman. I'm going to sell you on it next. It's okay. coming up. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. 
Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. Little break in NBA news, Salih. Not a big surprise, but official news. Uh, This is from Om Young-Masuk, who covers the NBA for ESPN. Clippers officially announced Russell Westbrook signing Lawrence Frank, quote, in the two months Russ spent with the team, he was everything we hoped he would be and more. He made a huge impact on the court and off of it with the urgency, intensity, and professionalism he brings. So Russell Westbrook, not a surprise that he's coming back to the Clippers, but he is officially coming back to the Clippers. Is that not – listen, whether you're a fan of Russell's style, play, whatever the case, he actually did really good for the Clippers. He sure he did. He was a nice fit for them. Got him for two years and like seven. Okay, great. You yeah. know that the problem, the problem with Russ with the Lakers was two things. Number one, it didn't fit at all. And number two, it was forty-seven million dollars. So every time you look at a box score post game, the only thing that was going through your mind was this guy's making forty-seven. D'Angelo Russell last year. I don't know how many times in the post game show I would say you're making thirty-one million dollars. You got to do more. And, I, and it's not fair to have just attach that number, but the expectations change. I'll give you an example. It's a smaller example. Rui is going to make 17 a year. Mm-hmm. It's a good number. Rui's expectations are going to be a lot different than they were last year. Sure. 17 million means, hey, we need you to kind of – Same thing for Reeves. Need you to be consi- – 100%. Yeah. Need you to be consistent. Need you to show up on a uh, on a night-in-night-out basis. Russ, for two years and seven, it's great for the Clippers. This is for I, I every go- job, too. Like every, Anytime you get a raise, 100%. anytime you get a, a bigger job with bigger money, you come with bigger expectations. So yes, if you have the, you have to live up to what you're going to pay. Have you seen his pockets? That's right. pocketbook right here? <laughs> keep, keep your nose out of my pocketbook, <laughs> it, It's It's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. But when you're putting together a team – the money has to work, but you need to find fit first. And that that's where the challenge is. Like the the Westbrook thing, if Russell Westbrook were forty seven million and it worked, who cares? Right? It's 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 the fit needs to be first. The the money becomes an albatross because the fit is so bad. Right. So even let let's just say that Russell Westbrook loses his mind and is a terrible fit for the Clippers moving forward. It's not that big of a deal because it's not that big of a number. But it the fit has to go first. This was the spot for him all along because there are other two guys never play. Russell Westbrook always plays. So by just by definition, it's a good fit mm. because George and, and Leonard are so inconsistently in the lineup, you need somebody to do all the stuff. And Russell Westbrook, say, I'm not a huge Russell Westbrook fan. You never t- heard me say he doesn't play hard. You never heard me say he doesn't show up every night. It's more about his actual it, game. It, it's about his fit. It's fit. Yep. It's fit and he doesn't fit well with anybody, I don't think. But 
when there's no one else there, what difference does it make? Right? Mm -hmm. When your other guys are role players, Leonard and George are not role players. They're stars. So when they all three of them together, check back in with me and see what the fit looks like. It may not be so great, but I don't think either one of those guys are going to be there for 70 games. Mm -hmm. That's not going to happen. You need somebody to do it. Uh, Can I read you a quote real quick? And I don't know where you are on staying in the NBA for a quick second. The whole Damian Lillard stuff. Just gonna. It's not about Dame, but the concept of what's happening. Is he gruntled? He's so. I believe he's disgruntled at the moment. Mark Medina had put this out. He said he just notice how much Mark Medina sounds like Tom Brokaw. Yeah, it's uncanny. I told him that one time. He goes, I do? And he's like, yeah. And he goes, since you did that, we saw him again a few, he goes, you know, I've gotten that a few times since you've said that. I'm like, dude, you sound exactly like Tom Brokaw. He does. Sorry, does have ahead. that. No, he does have that. Okay, so Medina said this. He just wouldn't go, a, per, a person familiar with Lillard's thinking told, sports not, he just wouldn't report. As in, if he got traded to any other team than the Miami Heat. I don't think the other team would trade for him knowing that he doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. The person familiar with Lillard's thinking um, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. They should respect his wishes. I, I got. I'm going to kind of just play out a concept for you. Um, I, I like that Portland's going to move on and Dame's going to move on. What I don't like, and I would not pay any attention to, and the question is going to be the other teams out there other than the Miami Heat. I don't like Dame saying, "Hey, I only want to get traded to Miami or or no cigar." Okay, that's fine if that's what you want to do. If I'm the Blazers, it's like, "Cool, I'm not grabbing Tyler Hero and some picks, and that's my comp Gotta for get a third team in there for Damian Lillard." If you're another team out there, and maybe this kind of has a little bit to do with what we were just talking about with Otani, he took the words out of my right? mouth. Right, where if you're another team out there, he's under contract for two more years, mm-hmm. so he's got this year, and then he's got next year as well. Um, that one actually might be a player option. Do you really, really think if I'm the Boston Celtics and I'm gonna, would you take a chance? It's a, it's an organization that's winning. It's an organization that's been to the finals in the last couple of years, and you decide I'm gonna take my chances. Damian Lillard, I'm trading for Dame. I'm gonna give Portland what they want. Dame, are you really not gonna come to camp? Damian Lillard, are you really not gonna come? To, we're not. You didn't get traded to Houston or Charlotte or one of these other teams. Just kind of curious your thoughts when you hear a quote like that. If you're another team out there, I would. I wouldn't trade for him unless I know he's going to play because I, I, I can't take that risk. Right. And, and I don't think Portland will do it knowing because this, this is goes back to the Otani thing we we're talking about, but it also goes back to something we were talking about either yesterday or the day before, which is if we just let the players sign these deals in all these other places and then not only allow them to leave, but allow them to go wherever they want Every player is going to be in L.A., Miami, Golden State. There's, every player wants to be on like seven or eight different teams. There has to be some sort of we can move you when it doesn't work. Just You don't want to be here, fine, but you don't just – I will only go here or nowhere else. If I'm the Celtics, I can't afford to have a guy come in who, may, A, may not play at all, or B, if he does come in, decides that I don't want to be here. I need you to move me next. I'm not doing it. I think he's bluffing. I think he probably is If it was Kyrie, too. different. If it was Ben Simmons, yeah, but, different. If it's Dame. But what if he's not? But, right? but, but let, me, let me kind of go back that's to a this. Bi- that's a big bet to make It on is, bluff. but I also I, I trust that Dame ultimately at the end of the day, Dame, you, you got a shot to win. The he, whole thing that you wanted to do was win. You got a real shot to win. I'm, I'm going to try to look this up and talk at the same time. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to guess. I'll look it up more. I'm guessing Damian Lillard has north of $100 million Plenty. in the bank. Right? Oh, easy. You can't leverage him with money. You have to, you, you're going to leverage him based on his love of playing basketball. 
you have I, to, I agree with that. You have yeah. to assume that I only have X amount of years left where I'm still one of the best players in the league, which he is. Mm -hmm. So I'm not going to let one burn off without playing because I don't like to. Get, I don't like that team. His net worth is like roughly between 100 and 110 million dollars somewhere Fine. in there. But but Dame Dame is the perfect example of. And I agree with you. You're not pitching him on, well, do you want to get paid? Uh, you're pitching him on, your whole point of wanting to leave Portland was to compete for a championship. Yeah. The Boston Celtics have as good of a chance as the Miami to win a championship. Yeah. I just don't see Damian Lillard. I, like I mentioned, there's other players I, There's other players that I get it. I wouldn't trust what they say, what they don't say. Dame, I don't think you're getting closer to training camp, okay. and he's not going to report to go play with Tatum and some of these other for, guys. For, for instance, but doesn't it make it – even more likely that he, if he's saying he wouldn't, then he wouldn't. Damian Lillard is not a, he's not Kyrie. Kyrie changes his mind the way you and I change our, you know, socks. He changes his mind constantly. He, he doesn't know what he's going to do next. He's all over the place. Damian Lillard's not like that. Mm -hmm. Damian Lillard is a emotionally mature adult. And if he says, guys, I'm telling you, it's either over there or I'm not playing. That would scare the crap out of me if I were the seller because he's not a bluffer. He's not a guy that's emotionally all over the map. Mm -hmm. He's saying this clear-headed. Now, maybe it's a poker move, maybe, but uh, if it were Kyrie or Russell Westbrook, some of these, maybe, maybe. That guy, he's kind of a straight shooter. But also I, a year ago, he said that. he wanted to be stay in Portland that's and fine. finish out his career in Portland. And I think the only way you can Tell stay him, in one place Tell him, I didn't is have like, that in my back pocket. <laughs> but I think the only reason why like people stay in one place is if you can win championships. So like obviously Steph Curry will Unless likely you're finish. Or, you know, Giannis <laughs> could likely finish in, in Milwaukee. Places like that, if you win a championship, you can probably stay forever. There's only so far you can stay with the team if you don't win championships. I, and he, I understand why he wants in to this leave. Age. But I don't know. Look, maybe he just doesn't want to go to. Let's use your example. I don't like Boston. I've heard about. Sure. Boston. I don't want to be there. Sure. No, I don't want to live there. Mm -hmm. I don't want to play there. No. Okay. Well, take them off the list. The the Blazers are in a weird spot because I guess they could bring them back. I guess they could say, look, we looked around. It just there's just no deal there that we can make in good conscience. Sell us to our fans. We can't do it. You're gonna have to come I, I, back, and we'll keep looking. Actually, but I you like, got to come back. I I would rather them if I'm running the Portland Trailblazers. We're either going to get the value we think we need to get, or we're just not going to trade you. And by the way, if that means you're not coming to camp and this and that, okay, then there's nothing we could do about it. We'll yeah. we'll take our chances to wait to the trade deadline to then trade you. I, I, I could understand his reluctance to say, look, I don't want to go to Charlotte. I don't want to go to Orlando or, we, you know, something, something like that. Sure. Sure. Yeah. But if you say, I'm only going over there, now how am I supposed to make a deal with this you guy? You can't. You, you can't. And they're not willing. It's not like they're going to throw a bam out of buy. No, they're not going to throw any any players that are worth value. You lost all negotiating ability. Yeah. Say I I will only go to a handful of teams. That's fine. I can work with a handful, maybe even a small handful. But I wouldn't bet on Damian Lillard bluffing. I think if he says it, I'm I'm going to believe him. Because this, to your point, M, he did say that he wanted to be in Portland for a long time. But when he did, this is not where every six months he's got a different answer. Mm -hmm. He had one answer until now, and he's like, changed my mind. Like but Trout. also, what changed? What changed now? Between well, it's last I think year. he was trying to say the right things, but I think ultimately think it was going to happen. I think two things changed. Number one, he gave him another year. It didn't happen. There's really no path to them being good. Portland getting a star is very unlikely. Well, do you remember, remember when, when they fell to the Scoot's number? It's going to take some time. Remember when they fell to the number three pick? Yeah. It was, we're going to do everything we can to create a championship contender. So people were thinking, oh, they're going to go trade, trade the number three. Yeah, and they didn't. They drafted a guy. Not only drafted a guy, they drafted a guy that plays his position. 
It's th- those, rebuild. Those you're right. It's that, the right thing to do. It absolutely is. So all those things I think accelerated the change of mind. But whether he does it or not, yeah. Now let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play, and. Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You can't, you can't say, I'll only go there. Now what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and James Harden's kind of in a similar situation because Daryl Morey is not a, well, I got to move him. I'll take, you know, four quarters for a dollar. He wants a dollar for a dollar. Well, a, a good example is when you were negotiating your last contract, mm-hmm. you said, I'll work with anybody other than sleep. <laughs> and look at what happened. <laughs> Look at what happened. Here I am. And I got nowhere to go. It blew up in my face. (laughs) Right? Go back to Julio here coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Who is it? Oh, I know this one. Believe it or not, it's Lillard. It is. is. As far as musician athletes, he's one of the better ones, right? Like, he's actually pretty good. Marvin Bagley. Marvin Bagley. Bagley good? Yeah. Okay. He's actually really good as well. They both had uh, a couple years ago, they both had a little beef against each other. Bagley and, and yeah. Lillard? Of, I think who was the better rapper in oh, the NBA. Okay. And Dame is known as being a good rapper. So then Marvin Bagley came out with a song, and I think on the cover, it's Marvin Bagley holding a kid, and it was Dame's face. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, that will probably get a little get, – I'll get some views. That's get strong. Some views. I was also asking Brian, so uh, there – if you're gonna have to go by the scale of player and uh, like rapper musician, so there's Dame, who's a fantastic player, very good rapper. But then there's also like J Cole, who's a pretty good basketball player, but a fantastic performer. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what what other like people out there? So like the celebrity like challenges and stuff like Jack Harlow or whatever can play basketball out there and obviously I don't think he's the best musician of all time but it's there's some like musicians that are also pretty good athletes so I think that you you guys know the music better than I do the music you hear what I just called it so that's that should tell you all you need to know um the gap between Damian Lillard musician and J. Cole musician is smaller than the gap between J. Cole basketball player yeah. and Damian Lillard yeah, basketball player. I mean, J. Cole does play like an overseas and he's in the I, like I get that. it. And I'm not saying he's not a good bet, but yeah. Damian Lillard is, is literally one of the yes. 10 best players <laughs> on the planet in the world <laughs> and is cold blooded right. and clutch and everything right. that comes with now, it. For all I know, the gap between their music is equally cavernous, but I don't. I, Brian, am I? Uh, J. Cole's pretty legendary, but okay. Uh, Dame Doll actually holds up yeah. in rap, and so I, I think that's fair. I'm basically Peter Travers. I know everything about music that there is to know. What else do you want to know, Slee? Uh, speaking of NBA rivalries, 
No charges will be filed following a brief investigation into the altercation this week involving, and this is true, pop star Britney Spears and San Antonio Spurs rookie Victor Wembanyama and a member of his player or his security team, Las Vegas police said Friday. Police reviewed surveillance footage of the incident with the report noting that Spears' hand hit herself in the face when a security guard pushed it away. So the original Was that her hand? According to TMZ, did you see it or no? No. TMZ put out the video. I don't know if you guys saw it or not. I was just scrolling through Twitter. It didn't look like her hand. Okay. Police surveillance footage of the incident yeah. say that it was because initially reported that so she, maybe she's like this and they, he pushes the hand yeah, i don't know she chipped however. her tooth on a coffee cup yes. who knows how right. it happened yes. but the headline yesterday member of victor Wenbanyama's security detail nothing slaps britney spears you're like huh nothing processed and then she goes that. on instagram and says that she got hit yep now the police are saying you kind of hit yourself when your hand got knocked away anyway no charges filed no shock tmz had footage they always do always yeah and you know what else they have yeah they're almost always right mm. like their batting average when it comes to getting that stuff right pretty damn good as good as anybody's really they they don't they don't miss a ton of those they're pretty good at what they do reminder again that 710 has your chance to win tickets to the 2023 SB awards listen all day on monday for the big cy clinton yates to jump on the air and tell you when it's time to call and win cy will be part of our SB's red carpet coverage thanks to simply spiked simply spiked lemonade and now peach summer is officially getting juicy you're going to take down any uh spiked lemonades or anything else this weekend we'll have um Spike lemonade. I don't know about spike lemonade. No, I thought you try it. It is a fantastic summer drink. Those I was thinking uh, at the softball game, you know, kind of have one of those. You know what happens if uh, anytime I'm in an athletic competition, an ultra spike lemonade, that might help. <laughs> we should all have a bunch of spike lemonades. I want to see a chugging yeah, competition of the spike lemonades. <laughs> well, look, I'm not, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying that I have to be strategic in the way. I don't want to do like me against a panel of people. I don't want to do that. I, you know, Mike Tyson didn't fight four guys at once. You yeah, fight but them one at a time. It's almost like uh, WrestleMania where they're all <laughs> cage match. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? It's like, which is it WrestleMania where they all just kind of come in after every two minutes? They're all in the ring. Yeah, I can't they have remember. the cage match where they close the door and all thirty of them are in there at the same time. Yeah, it's gonna be you. But look, I'm. You guys need to go through the prelims, and I'm the champ, and I wait, yeah. and I take on the top ranked contender. Fair. Yeah, I don't think that that's out of line. No. I, Shaflander has me a little concerned because he's, you know, I, I think he's been around that environment more than a lot of people, so I, I respect that. DeAndre, seeing DeAndre's game literally made me laugh out loud. That that is a kid who got a couple of hits in a JV baseball game, saying, "I want a piece of." Kershaw. I like I like his confidence. We want Bama. Kershaw, confidence is fine, but yeah. also misplaced confidence can lead to all sorts of bad results. Even better. So Travis, this is what happens. Everyone else does all their thing. They they go against each other, and then you come out of the woodwork, and then you come <laughs> out and you come out and kill them all with it. Oh, by the way, somebody made a great suggestion on Twitter about what my walk-up song should be a week okay. from today. Oh, yeah. Oh, bro, it's over. Done. Done. Yeah, that, that's that's it a wrap right there. Such, it's from Jay Sniv on Twitter. So, Jay, you win. It's a great Done. suggestion. Done. So, when I get up to bat. Yep. We'll go back Done. to 1994. I love it. <laughs> yeah, right. 
also yes. yeah. Slay White. You should do. Um, I feel like a woman for Shania because you go, let's go, girls. Let me tell out. you why. Let me tell you why I'm not going to do that one. I want to say, the song that I picked with Shania mm-hmm. is like a song that, if it's on right now, I'll listen to the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I know. Like it's a, it's a great song. The video, the her, her video was awesome, and that's like yeah. that's actually a genuine song that. I'm sure when I went to my first concert and with Shania Twain that I was jamming to that. So that's, mm-hmm. I think that's the one. I think we both landed on the right ones. Yeah, yeah I think, I we think we're in pretty good shape. Yep. No thanks to Kelly Rogers, my daughter, who nearly tried to get me terminated at work. Ranked third <laughs> now <laughs> in the family. She, maybe not even in the top three. She might be in others receiving votes. You know, she, she may have dropped all the way out. The, the third spot is currently vacant. The AP top twenty-five, and then all those yeah, that are hey, they got nine votes. votes. Yeah. yeah, she she gets zero votes right now. Susan wasn't thrilled with it either because we both had that moment where we're looking at each other like, "You realize this could have cost me my job, right? Like you 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 really don't understand how close you were to paying for your own college. Like do you do you understand how that went, knucklehead? All right, the dump coming up next. It's Travis Lee, seven ten ESPN. I'm very happy with our walk-up song selection. Oh, yeah, no, we killed it. We landed on it. Yeah, we killed it. Both of us will be – it's on brand for us. It's on brand for the show. It's very, very good news. You should come on out next uh, Friday, week Mm -hmm. from today. We're going to be there all day. Our show, Sonano and Cap, Mason and Ireland. Then, of course, we got our all-star Friday night, West Covina Sportsplex. We're going to play a little softball. We're going to have a great time. There's a wiffle ball bash. Come on out and hang out with us all day. Are you um, still pitching in the – I am. are you on a pitch count? Tommy and I talked about it yesterday. <laughs> okay. And uh Well, how many pitches did Julio throw yesterday? Like in the eighties? Probably something like that. Okay. So you, triple that. You should <laughs> at least. <laughs> it's not a joke, by the way. You should be on a pitch count. My buddy Greg Fisher was my designated driver that day, so he came out and he's there with me. He 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 insists that I threw at least five hundred pitches. Which sounds about right. It's wiffle balls. It's fine. Not a big deal. Were kids too close to the plate, and you were kind of getting the, them high the, and high the and problem, tight? problem, honestly, for no joke, it was so windy last year. Trying to throw a wiffle ah. ball straight in the wind is virtually impossible. Not impossible. Um, we're on a very strict pitch count this okay, year. Okay, good. So the hitters get X amount of pitches. Whether I throw them over the plate or not, Keep I think it's moving just luck after of that. the draw. Yep. But, uh, yep, it's going to happen a week from today. So come on out and hang out with us. It will be... 13 years tomorrow, Slee, July 8th, 2010, that LeBron James shocked the sports world by announcing via a live ESPN special called The Decision that he would be leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers and, quote, taking his talents to South Beach and join the Miami Heat. That was 13 years ago. I'm going to go back to that moment, okay? And I, I we kind of hit on something a little bit this a little bit on this earlier I don't know what it was, man, and maybe it was me watching LeBron James trying to lead a bad organization in the Cleveland Cavaliers and seeing kind of him accomplish. He's an easy player to root for. He's playing for his home, his home market, you can call it. Uh-huh. Oh man, I hated, hated when he went to Miami, and there became this. I think we all kind of we we forget to realize this sometimes. I don't know how many Miami Heat games I watched. I watched a lot of them. And there was this, <laughs> I hated this team so much that I'm sure it was great for sports talk radio. It was great for clicks. It was great for articles. It was great for viewership. It was great for all that. It's good to have a team that you you view as a villain. Sure. And until he left and like the dust settled, did I say, wow, that was kind of a cool four years that he was there. Yeah, it it was new. Right. And I think because I, I had a very similar reaction when when he decided 
to not not just to leave like whatever he's a free agent he can go do whatever he wants i didn't have a problem with that but the way that he left felt really kind of dirty or whatever it really wasn't no it, it wasn't you're it, right it, it, it wasn't. wasn't it was it was totally fine and just at the time we hadn't seen anything like that at the time we hadn't seen star players Dwayne Wade Chris Bosh LeBron James all kind of collaborate and say we're all going to go over here we're yep. going to make and it just felt I, I I don't like this this is new it's just unfamiliar in retrospect if this was the biggest stub toe he had in his career come on come on man because this is raised a bunch of money for underprivileged kids yep. right. they i mean it's like it not only wasn't bad it actually was totally fine okay on top of that i think something to keep in mind um how many times have we, we today let me use as an example we talked about the angels so many different times and how ownership just couldn't get it done and here yeah. shohei may leave LeBron, part of his main excuse of leaving the Cleveland Cavaliers was, I'm going to put this in under my own control. It's the only control that I could have. By the way, I'm going to make less money. I'm going to share yeah. the same contracts with Chris Bosh and Dwayne Wade so we can put this thing together. When you really ultimately look at it, guy's trying to win. He's trying to find a way to make it. He's, he's linking up with Pat Riley right. to make that happen. You're right. It's you, fine. They're, 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 and it's, it's not it's, like they won every year. They, they went two and two. Close. Yeah, but they went two and two. Yeah, that's a little misleading. You're you're right. The Mavs beat them. I, no, no, I know, I know what happened, Al. I'm just saying that to say that they went to the finals all four years he was there, it's pretty damn good. It's when, not like they were out in the first round and missed. Like it's not the Laker experience. In other words, they, he was there four years. They went to the finals four times. They won it twice. What's the most memorable good. LeBron era? If you're gonna have at the end of his career, if Easy it ended for me. today, I think Easy so for me. too. Yeah, I think it's. Cleveland take two. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Agreed. It, it's Cleveland take two, and it's specifically down 3-1. That's yeah. That, to me, is what I'll always remember when I look back at Braun. And that team was really good, but yep. it wasn't the Miami Heat team. No, no. It, 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 and it, it was better than the first version. This was – he was an underdog all four times. He found a way to get it done. He beat – you know, the Golden State Warriors who'd won 73 Again, games. Again, yeah, that Golden State Warriors, yeah. not just any right. Golden State Warriors. Right. Yeah, and then the next year they got KD. And he gave them – a little bit of a contest. It wasn't just an, I mean, Golden State was going to win those titles, but it wasn't just a steamroll job. At least LeBron himself made it kind of interesting. 13 years ago, huh? <laughs> I also always love the uh, how people throw in, like, the uh, I'm taking my talents to South Beach. It's just kind of like a overall arching phrase nowadays that might, like, you know, in 15 yeah. years from now, people will forget what it came from, and it'll be this. Well, you know what's interesting about, about that actual phrase itself and the, the moment leading up to it? It might be the only time in my life where I've seen LeBron James genuinely nervous. You mm. can tell. Like, he was uncomfortable in that seat. That what he was about to say was going to be a bit of a bombshell. And you could, at least it, it seemed to me, that you could feel that he was uncomfortable in that mm. moment of what he was about to say. He was fidgeting a little bit. He didn't get the words out super smoothly. Because LeBron is a pretty smooth guy. LeBron knows what he wants to say. Oh, LeBron's yeah. a really smart, articulate, you know, guy. And this was a lot of, you know, wiping the brow and all this stuff. You just you don't see LeBron James nervous ever. It's the only time I can imagine it. Remember his first trip back to Cleveland? <laughs> it was like was it opening night? Or it was very early in the season if it wasn't opening night. I think you're right. But just the I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen an environment. I remember the broadcaster saying, yeah. We've never been in an environment like Hostility. this. Hostility. Felt tense. Yeah. yeah. Was there like hoopla for the uh, 
LeBron Lakers connection. Like the first day it happened, was there yeah. like this big thing? I know, I know it was. I just didn't know if there was like something on the same I'll, par. I'll use myself as an example. That day, I could tell you we weren't doing the show together. No, it, no, no, no. It was way before. Yeah, twenty nineteen. I, I right? went on probably six or seven different radio shows around the country. Mm. I did ESPN National Radio that mm. night. That I got more requests to appear on different shows yeah. in that three-hour window when it mm-hmm. got announced than I ever have over anything in my entire career. Nobody called me. Nobody <laughs> called me. I didn't, go, Super Bowl trash? I didn't go anywhere. So Super Bowl, we got a lot, but it was n- nothing compared to LeBron. It, it, my, am I right? Wasn't his first game in Portland? And didn't he dunk twice? Wasn't the first? For the Lakers? For the Lakers. I don't remember that. I want to say. You could be right. I just don't know. Yeah, I want to say. All right. Not only did that happen on July 8th, but also July 8th the following year, 2011, Mike Trout makes his major league debut Mm. against the Seattle Mariners. He went 0 for 3. Uh, He hit just 220 in 40 games in 2011. And then after that, he was Mike Trout. He came back the next year and just demolished everybody. And he's been Mike Trout ever since. I always, uh, and, and, I've heard you say this before. He's the best player that you've ever watched. Yes, until Otani. I was going to say, that's changed now, right? Yeah. Okay. I've heard Mason say it as well. I always got something about that comment always stopped me. It's like, all right, well, I've not been watching Mike Trout since 2011, so Mm -hmm. I'm not going to get myself in the conversation. But I have a difficult time every time I hear that simply because he hasn't there has not been big moments, significant moments where he's in the playoffs all the time where I feel like that's the only way that I can use that he's the greatest player that I've ever seen. So here's here's the part that makes it so crazy to me, and I'm, I'm looking forward here. And I need, Okay, so he comes into the league, and this is what – look, if you say Ken Griffey Jr., I'm not going to tell you that you're a crazy person. Barry Bonds, yeah, I get it. There, there are yep. other questions to this that, that are acceptable answers. Starting in his rookie season, 2012, he finished second in the MVP voting. The next year, second in the MVP voting. The year after that, number one. The year after that, number two again. The year after that, he wins again. The year after that, fourth. The year after that, second. The year after that, first again. The year after that, fifth. So for one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight years in a row, he didn't miss the top five, and he was in the top two six times. That's the greatest player I've ever seen. It's just until Otani came around, what he was doing, he didn't miss the top five in MVP voting. Yep. For eight years and six times he was in the top two? That's insane. Can I can I just ask you, can you see where I'm coming from? Sure. About the yeah, but I haven't seen him in any postseason. But games. that doesn't matter to me because the baseball didn't work like that. It's not basketball. You, you, if you're this it doesn't or basketball, need to be basketball. I think it's just in any sport no, that baseball. to define the best of the I'm best. Not calling you out, sleep. a lot of the resumes got to also be in the postseason. But, but what I'm saying is, now, so Ted Williams wasn't good because he never won the World Series. No, no, I have no, there is no nothing of him in the playoffs yeah. other than three no, games. I understand, but it's not because he didn't play well. It's because his team was lousy. And baseball, he only gets to hit five times a night. You know, Slee's right about this. About what? About you can't be the best player ever if you never do anything. I didn't in the say he's the best player ever. It's the greatest player you've I said ever he's the seen. the best player I've ever seen until Otani. Okay, and but both with Otani and Trout. Yeah. If they never make it to no, a World Series wrong. and don't win, I'm with you. They I, will I, not be considered the best ever. Period. Is what Ted, others? What other player is considered the best ever at anything that never won anything? Ted Williams. What is he the best at? The best hitter that's ever lived. That's what his nickname was. That he's widely considered. I his nickname the, was the Splendid Splinter. That one too. <laughs> It was. That, that one, too. But he's widely considered by the greatest hitter that's ever lived. 
Greatest hitter is a specific title. Okay. Greatest hitter is a very specific title. You say also greatest player thumper? that greatest <laughs> player that you've ever seen. I just have a very difficult. I'm with you on. I can't attach that to somebody that's only played three playoff games. Then I, I I can't explain it to you because baseball is not about playing well for one month. It's about playing well for six months. And had he cratered in September, let's say mm-hmm. every year, and they were right there, and he disappeared, then I'm with you 100. percent The Angels have never missed the playoffs because he underperformed. Never one time. Right, but he I I, I he's a first ballot Hall of Famer for sure. Sure, but even like people that say Barry Bonds, who comes with a different set of circumstances, sure. mm-hmm. was, he, he's a good answer to that question too. Right, like you know, possibly the greatest player ever. Sure, what what people fall back on is never won a World Series, not because Barry wasn't good. Charles Barkley, great player. Patrick Ewing, great player. Basketball's different because you you have you can have the ball in basketball every single time down the court. In baseball, you only get to blow up to bat five times. Right, so. Joe DiMaggio, the for the last 20 years of his life, Dan Marino is kind of a similar. The greatest living baseball player. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he, Joe DiMaggio, wasn't better than Willie Mays or better than Hank Aaron. He just right. went to the World Series every year. Right. And, you know, won a bunch of them. No, the perception of it, I think, is different. I just don't agree with the perception. The, D- DiMaggio was not nearly the player that a guy like Mays was. Mace, or, I agree. You're Williams on that list. You're on that I agree. list. I, I think Mays is the greatest living. Or is he still alive? I Willie Mays, yeah. Yeah, I, I, he's the greatest living baseball player sure. to me. I right. never saw him play, but, so I'm taking those yeah, guys I, off But Mays, Mays won a World Series. Yeah. I, with the argument we're having, Mays, is Travis says that Mike Trout and Shohei Otani can be, can be considered the greatest baseball players ever if they never win a playoff game ever. Not a playoff uh, game. Or any, you're saying that doesn't you know, what they do in the right. post. Yeah, I, I don't think that their playoff, it's not even failures. They've never even been there. Trout's been three times. Have nothing to do with their performances. What would you have liked them to have done that you haven't seen? Led their team to the postseason. But they did. They 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 were the best player on the team. It had nothing to do with their lack of performance. But, it, but it's not. But this it's not, not but specific. It's not specific against them. It's just the mere fact that if you don't have that resume, Baseball that includes playoffs. Like, yeah, no, so it, it's 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 not five guys. It's yeah. not like one guy or two guys can carry a team. It's not a two superstar league like the NBA is. You've got to put a roster of twenty. The NFL. Guys. Let, me, let me put it in a different way. context. Sure. Um, who's the greatest football player alive? Alive. Or like playing or alive? It's alive. Tom, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Correct. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Well, he won every single season. He won right. a bunch of Super Bowls. Yeah. Right. So if Tom Brady had never won any Super Bowls, but had the exact same statistics, it's not a conversation. We don't even bring him up. Right. Mm-hmm. But then it's no, Joe Montana. But are you making an argument that somebody other than Shohei Otani is the greatest baseball player in history? I'm saying Shohei Otani is the best player I've ever seen. He will not go down as that if he doesn't go to the postseason. And I'll, I'll take a step further with Trout. Trout decided to re-sign with the Angels. He made that decision. That, so I, I blame open, him. I'm more open to mm. that. We talked. We spent a lot of time yeah, talking about Shohei, If Shohei stays with the Angels, yeah. he's messing with his I legacy. Heard I heard called Trout a loser I know, today. There was a little bit I of that. that. Whoa. He kind of is. There's if a little bit of that. If he does, look, let's do a little super cross. Yeah. Thing. Yeah, they're awesome. All right, so continuing that conversation. Yes, let's pick it up right where we so left off. Al was saying, <laughs> "Trout is a loser." I, I want to paint that's this what, picture. That's what <laughs> this is what came out. This is said. what got not us to, factually incorrect. Hot take. Hot take. This is what got us to true. that point. If the most likely scenario happens, which yeah. is Angels miss the playoffs, Shohei Otani leaves, mm-hmm. and nothing happens between now and then where the Angels get in or they trade Otani or Trout or any of these things, Otani 
either moves or doesn't, but is on a different team next year. Angels do not do any noise in the playoffs. And Mike Mike Trout, after this year, has seven seasons left with the right. Angels at he about $36 million. But go ahead. Yeah. If he just is like, yeah, I guess I'm going to stay, after Otani's left, after they haven't fixed anything, it drastically affects his legacy. It doesn't affect his accomplishments, right? but his legacy and his – Competitive spirit, I guess, is what we we're getting at. If he's re-ups, you want him for to pull coming. a name, Lillard. Yes, that's because no, it's that's no, what, I, I want. He should pull, pull an Otani. It, it, that's what he should pull it, is an because Otani. it's been. He, this is his eleventh season, right, as a member of this team. Wow. He's been there a long time, right, a long time, and to finally just say, guys. I gave you 11 years. You couldn't get it right. I'm out of here. Nobody's looking at him weird. No. Everybody gets it. Correct. But yeah. if he says, yeah, we'll run it back, it's like, really? You're okay with this? My, It's a weird deal. My favorite player that I ever covered in the history of my career was Tony Gwynn. And he, just a great guy on and off the field. Like, nobody better. Never won a World Series. Went to two. I think Tony made his own bed with that with what you just said. I don't think I can call him the greatest hitter ever, even though I thought it for a long time, because he decided to stay in San Diego. And I asked him several times, why don't you want to win? And he goes, I do want to win, but I want to win here. Mm -hmm. And I I have – okay, so if Mike Trout doesn't use his out – So you think Tony Gwynn – Affected his legacy because he didn't affected leave. his legacy forever by not leaving. But legacy, John, to me is different than best I've ever seen. Those are right. two yeah. separate things. In other words, you've got to be able the, to se- separate because, the individual yes, athlete's skill from their to, saying team's that Tony Gwynn is something other than the greatest hitter you've ever seen. Just because he didn't win the World Series, that doesn't make any doesn't, sense. in that conversation. But wait a minute, when you just stood, said it about Tom when Brady. When he stood in the batter's box, but, John, I, I want to use it. Tom Brady is both of those things. He he was around forever. It's the longevity, right. it's the winning, it's all of those things together. Right. But you would not be hard-pressed to find people that think that a guy like Dan Marino is the greatest quarterback of all time. Way ahead of his time. Numbers right. win num- before they went Went to one bananas, Super Bowl, didn't win. Went to one Super Bowl. It's, yeah. There's winning, and, and most known for winning and stats. There's most known for stats. But best I've ever seen is a different category than greatest champion I, I don't ever. disagree with that. But if you're saying greatest player of all time. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm with you on this, Shoei Otani. He is the best baseball player I've ever seen. If he decides to stay with the Angels, that's on him. I agree with that. No, that is okay. 100% on him, but it doesn't mean that it's not the greatest baseball ha- player ha- I've ever yeah, seen. Right. For, yeah, right. Well, to quote Sedano, both things can right. be true. Exactly. Yeah. Both things well, for can be best true. In player. other words, your individual performance. Like when Tony Gwynn stood in the batter's no. box, right. was he one of the greatest hitters you've ever seen? Oh, no question. Com- of course he is. But now but, you're talking about the whole scope of his but career. But would I rather have... Tony Gwynn's career or Derek Jeter's career, I, and they're both oh, Hall of Famers. Jeter, That's sure. a both question. in on the first yeah, no, ballot. De- sure. Gwynn's a way better hitter than Jeter. Sure, I'm taking Jeter. But here's the yeah, problem. I get the that. problem. Let's use Trout as an example. Even if Tony Gwynn didn't want to leave San Diego, he was in the postseason. They got to the World Series a couple times. There was playoff success. There was him at Yankee Stadium in a clutch moment, hitting a two-run home or whatever he hit. He had those moments. What if Trout never even gets any of those moments? That's the part it, I have difficulty. They will have the same number of rings, Tony Gwynn and Mike Trout. Right, yeah, but, but if, have- if, if that does happen now, it's on Trout because he's twice had the chance to leave it's and on, he didn't do it's it. It's on him for not leaving, but it doesn't change his ability as a player. No. That it, you're, you're, we're arguing, I think, the same thing, that there is your legacy 
mm-hmm. which involves your resume as a champion and how many times you appeared and all these things. Then there's just I ain't never seen anybody do that before. Yeah. Right. So then and, he's and, the greatest and, and, regular season player. He's the greatest baseball no, player of all time. He's the greatest. Take his skills. Right. Shohei Otani to me is but, the greatest baseball player. Never seen anything like it. Never will. Shohei see anything is like going to be different because I think we all believe Shohei is going to leave the yes. Angels to go compete. Yep. The problem is, is Trout. We never heard anything from Trev. Let me let me come at this a different way. Who's the best pitcher you've ever seen? Either Pedro Martinez or Greg Maddox. For me, I would be Randy Johnson. Okay. All three of the. Why didn't we say Clayton Kershaw, who statistically yeah. piles up against all? Because Kershaw struggled in the postseason a, a little mm. bit. Ker- Kershaw's numbers are not on those guys' levels. Oh, right. Look it up. His, no, I, I, his, I, know, his, I know them. Uh, no, his World Series numbers are are not good. No, no, his no, playoff no, numbers, his playoff numbers are not numbers good. Are, his but, career numbers go up against anybody. Right, but go, go, they're better than Koufax. His yeah, career numbers. Koufax, he's better than Koufax. Koufax played like eight years. Koufax did right. not play long. But Randy saying, Johnson pitched for 20 years. Greg Maddox pitched for 20 years. Well, those guys Kershaw might too. He might. And he might win the Cy Young Award this year. He might. But the but reason we, the reason yet. neither one of, and you and I have watched his whole career. Yeah. The reason we didn't, and we like him. The Very reason much. we didn't say Kershaw is because he struggled in the postseason. But what do you say about Nolan but, Ryan? I'm trying to think, did Nolan Ryan ever win a World first Series? In his first year. Oh, in his first year. Miracle Mets. That's right. That's right. But go back. Let's just, in an alternate universe. Pedro Martinez never wins the World Series. Okay. okay, in an alternate universe, Randy Johnson doesn't change an iota of me seeing how they pitched. Right. For but I think you would give twenty me a, seasons in a row. I think you would have given me a different answer. You would have gone. You would have gone. Their, it takes them to another Bob level. Gibson. You know, or, it takes them to another level. It's not no, going to hurt I, them I, by I, winning I World Series. I honestly don't know if that's true because the question you asked me, the best. I'm thinking. Who got the most guys out? Who struck out a bunch of guys? Who was impossible to hit? Who was a guy that every time you went out there, he was going to lock you down? It was Pedro, and it was Maddox, and Randy Johnson's another. Really I think good Randy Johnson well. scared the hell out of people. Yeah, so did Pedro. Yeah. yeah, so did Pedro. Well, and the thing about Pedro was he killed a pigeon during the game. If you if you leaned in over him, he just hit you. Yeah, yeah but then yeah. we got Delano to shields. <laughs> did you hear? Yeah, stop. Why did you have to bring that up again? Did Mason and I went on the air and said, this is a good this trade. This is the greatest trade of all Delano time. Delano DeShields is going to play every day. <laughs> Pedro Claire, pitches every five. Claire has you pulled a rabbit We had Fred on the show. Well, we were congratulating Stephen John. That's this is Fred. Well, Stephen John, I'm glad you like the move. Thank you. I'm glad you like this trade. I'm not, not going to try to do a Fred Claire. Oh, anybody can do it. Just talk through your nose. <laughs> <laughs> right. we, we, we're, we're keeping Ramon. There. That's yeah. good. Right. See, you've we got have a, a Martinez. <laughs> it's just not Pedro. Wait, we, you know, there's Ramon, there's Pedro. We're going to keep Ramon. Well, I know Ramon was going to steal some bases for solidify our middle infield. Didn't work out. Yeah, didn't work didn't out. Work. Did you hear that our pitcher, Ron Mitchell, is giving him lessons this yeah, week? Yeah, all these going chips. on. Yeah. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's happening. Yes. No, it's not. Well, just telling you, it's happening. What? I mean, what control do you have over it? That Ron's on our team and we're trying right. to win the game. Right. Why is Ron you have no helping chance. the you have no other chance can to I win this game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, sure but listen, why is Ron helping the other team? Can I give you an example? You. Yeah. Can I give you an example in today's NBA? Talk about right. weak competitiveness. No, no, no. This would be that somebody This would be man. somebody that from the soft. Orlando Magic helping <laughs> yeah. somebody on the exactly. Lakers. Exactly. Okay, listen. Exactly. Yeah. No, this is yeah, Ron Mitchell's on the Orlando Magic. We had no chance last year. We won anyway. We're unbelievable underdogs in this game. Nobody is picking us to win. Nobody. Just like last year. Nobody is picking and you know what 
Ron Mitchell should not be helping the heavy favorites to win. We have seen this in sports all the time today. Does does Draymond and LeBron don't give they, don't they give themselves hugs and have conversations? They go on vacation together. Vacation together. You thinking he's telling them what moves he's going to put on them to get what the is, basket? What is he teaching? Is he trying to teach you how to pitch? Yes, I might that have to come in and pitch a little bit. That is trash. <laughs> that is trash. That's, I agree. That was Glad your number one pick. Is he here helping? Actually, no, technically, he Travis. Oh, Travis number one. Yeah, Travis. Oh, yeah, the one. first two. So T. Trav, I actually, I honestly believe the only chance, the only chance this team has to win, this team that you're on with Mason, mm-hmm. is if you go full on steroids, Barry Bonds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I mean, and I'm just, be I mean, like well, four for four with four. Does Travis homers. go deep? Yeah, Travis goes deep. There you I'm, go. I'm going to be on. We have no chance to win, Trav. Sure we do. We no, I don't think we do. Oh, I like I, that. I think I like we that. are I like what so you're doing here. I like what you're doing right there. pronounced. We're yeah. the Oakland A's, and they're the Tampa Bay Rays. I'm going to take us back here for a second. John was there for this. When you and I were doing the And Island Morales gave Trump, up on and you. And Morales gave up. Oh, what did I, was that, about 40 feet? Yeah. Okay. On the 17th hole, if you 70. didn't make it, we would have won. And Chris was saying, well, next year we're going to. Yeah. And I said to Chris, I said. Get away from me. Get away from <laughs> me. This isn't over yet. I take that putt 100 times. I probably make it once. Mm-hmm. But, but I you made it. We could be. Yeah. I happen to make it. We so could we be, absolutely have a chance. We could be the Padres, where on the names are there, but there's like just chemistry roster. issues. You get, we were talking about this yesterday on our show. If the Padres sell, and there's a decent chance they will, because their TV contract just went away, and they've they've overpaid a bunch of guys, and they they decide we're going to trade Blake Snell, we're going to trade Josh Hader, maybe even Juan Soto, but let's say they trade Snell and Hader, who are both walkaway free agents at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Even if the Dodgers gave them the best package, nope. would they do a deal with the Dodgers? No. I mean, after um, all their talk I, I can tell Peter you. Oh, I can tell you. They're the dragon up the road or whatever the hell he said. That's they're what not, he said. They're I, not making a trade. I could tell you. Yeah. They wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. No, they wouldn't. What they would do, I, I can't. I don't know what's going on in Peter Seidler's head. I'd do it. Isn't the goal to make your own team better? I would too. Yeah. If your but, goal is to improve, but the your fact team, that we would do it, we would also trade Shohei, and the Angels aren't doing it. Right. So, but for the same reason, if yeah. my goal is to improve my team, who's got the best package coming I, back? I, if Trav, that's the Dodgers, I have said this for deal. years. Like I always hear, like you never trade somebody within your own division. Why? Oh, I don't. If once I'm trading the asset. The only thing I care about is what's coming but back. But have you ever had just a grudge where you're like, ah, screw you, I'm not doing anything no, I, to help you? Like, Right, no, Mace, I'm not denying that it yeah. exists. Okay. I'm just saying it shouldn't. Right. You know, like if, if I'm trading Dame Lillard and the Lakers Let's, give me the best package, even though I hate the Lakers, I would do car. it. And Mace, I hate your guts. But and and I love oh, John. Nice. And John's offering me five hundred dollars for the car, but you're offering me six hundred. I'm right. selling the car to you, right? Even if I don't like you, I'm sure. Not, with grudge, I don't right. care. Yeah. The only yeah. thing that should matter is what you're getting What's, back. What I get back. That's why I don't think the Angels are going to trade. I mean, I, look, no, I don't ego, think so Egos get involved in this. That's well, what it is. Hundred percent, especially right, right, right. Especially there. Peter Seidler will not make a trade with the Dodgers, and mm-hmm. I don't believe uh, Artie Moreno will make a trade with the Dodgers. I think either. they're gonna, they're gonna. The Dodgers and Angels made a trade once, and Artie blew, blew it up. up. Oh, that was the Ross Stripling, the Jock Peterson, Jock Peterson, thing. Jock Peterson and Ross Stripling for Luis and Gifo. And yeah. it would have been a great trade for the Angels. Yes, I love that trade for yes. <laughs> for Angels. And, a, and because, like May you know says, why? because Artie has a big ego, he didn't want to. He want to wait. Right. Just the for I forget the exact reason, but it was we we agree to this deal. 
but we can't make it for two for roster, whatever it was. We can't make it for two weeks. And he said, no, I don't want to do it. Just wait. Right. Just do do what helps your a Ross Stripling would still be pitching for them. Yeah. He'd probably, no, he probably be, would be their number two guy behind. John Peterson Otani. might still be in center field for it's, him. It's, it's stupid. Insane. So stupid. logic does not apply. Super Crosstalks brought to you by In and Out Burger. In and out. It's what a hamburger is all about. <laughs>